Welcome to another episode of the Battle Lama Podcast. I am your host, CJ. But today I only got Justin. Just Justin. Again. Justin, what's the deal? It's always just the two of us. Are we the only guys that got to pull together? Other than Darren, of course. But where the heck is Bud? I guess Bud's gone again. So I heard that, uh, I don't know, maybe a second date? You think? Well, all I know is this time he wouldn't say what he was doing. It was just like, I'm not available. I can't make it or whatever it was. I promise you there's an outside chance that he's uh, taking her to the zoo, uh, looking for the hippo <laughs> thing again, trying to get lucky for this uh, it doesn't matter. For this weekend. I know. That's the weird part. <laughs> it doesn't it's week, matter. It's, it's a week too late. <laughs> I don't know why he didn't go to the freaking zoo last week. That would, Well, he did go. He won. The problem is... Bud's problem, the reason he got eliminated is he didn't look at the schedule close enough. The fact that you and Irish Puddles play each other screws him over because one of you has to lose that game, you know? Just not good. It's a bummer. I feel bad for him. Well, I wouldn't feel too bad for him. Maybe he's just packing it in. He's just packing in the podcast, kind of like that Irish News uh, uh, outcast there. Uh, Irish News is pretty good tonight. It was fantastic tonight. It was uh, it was one of his best. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, because we are recording this on November thirtieth. Just want everyone to know that. I, I got to make sure we let people know that because we got a lot of dumb people in the league that don't know like what's what, what day it is, those types of things. Some guys are too drunk to know what's going on. So I figure maybe we'll start adding the date in there. So Darian, don't let me forget to add the date in, okay? Because I'm looking out for the league on this one. Well, we do we we do a lot of Thursday night uh, podcasts. It's kind of been our thing, and we can watch a Thursday night game right now. The Cowboys uh, doing a beatdown on the Indians or the Redskins <laughs> Indians. or the Redskins. Are you drunk already? No, that's what my grandma used to say. Cowboys play the Indians tonight. You gonna watch the game? <laughs> Cowboys and Indians. And now that's uh, that's seen as as. Uh, is not politically correct, but we no. can call them Redskins. That's perfectly fine. I, th- I think uh, you're supposed so, to say natives. Can I can I just call one thing out real quick? Um, can I, we pull it back to what the topic really should be about? I I, I kind of hate it when Duck Cowboy brings up himself every chance he gets, you know, or some type of like cowboy angle, or let's talk about me, or let's talk about you know my grandma, or or the Cowboys, or or you know the Ducks, or whatever. We were talking about Bud, so let's get back to, you know, the real story here. Okay. So you brought up a really good point earlier about that we do it every Thursday. In fact, we either do it on Thursday or Saturday. So how freaking hard is it to not be prepared to do it? I'm just just saying. I'm just saying. You guys tell me. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it is a busy time of the year. We just had Thanksgiving. People are out getting their Christmas trees. Lights are going up. I was, oh, I was doing man. it all day. Mm. See, I'm bringing it back to me mm-hmm. again. There he goes. <laughs> there he goes. The kids are in the other room decorating the tree right now as a family, and I'm here doing the podcast. That's the type of dedication Boom. that it takes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Darian. Yes. Pull it back. Like, I know that if there's any way you could not bring up Duck Cowboy in your explanation, that would be great. I'll try. Uh, You know, (laughs) both are good. Maybe he's at the zoo. Maybe it's date night 2.0. I mean, really, I mean, he was scared to say all he said. You're right. All he said was he's unavailable. So let's, let's just hope it's something more important than the podcast, even though what is more important than the podcast? 
Thank you. Thank you very much. And who gets their tree this week? You should have your tree up on the day after Thanksgiving. That's it. That's it. Wow. That's a, that's a hard take right there. That's um, so yours mm. is up then CJ. Uh, you know it. Are we about that's to have a good. decoration debate? Yeah. My, my tree looks better than your tree. I, I sure of it. I do have a take on, on, on Thursdays. Oh, it has nothing to do with, with, <laughs> with <DC>. yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> I thought about this as I was watching football on Thanksgiving Everyone's been against these Thursday night games, right? Coming out, can't these short weeks and Thursday night games, and they're always horrible games, whatever. But no one complained on Thanksgiving, and they've been doing those for years. Years. Right? Years they've been doing Thursday night games. Uh, and it's a privilege to play in a Thursday night game when it's on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then all of a sudden, a lot of bitching and moaning. You guys notice that? I love Thursday night. It's another night of football. You know what I mean? Also, uh, I also like the sky cam. I don't know why people uh, were down on the sky cam. I thought it looked pretty cool. Maybe it was overused in that Steelers-Titans game. Granted, I didn't see that game live because I was at the game. So, But I did watch some highlights. Of Humble brag. Just saying. Just saying. Whenever I got home, I watched some highlights. And I did see like most of the game was in sky cam. I thought it looked pretty cool. Well, that was the launch of the sky cam, right? So it was the Madden view. Well, it, which was, was... it was used minute, in that Patriots game. That... That whole comment about the sky camp thing, yeah. this is how millennials are ruining our world. You know, it's it's that kind of it's that kind of stuff. He's going for the sky cam. Come so, on, so Darren. You, you don't like the sky cam. No, well, I don't know. I didn't see it because I was, oh. you know, I, I no, trying to He was talking about people complaining about Thursday night, and I was talking about people complaining about the sky cam. So they're related. They're both like it's football. Just sit down and watch it. And I, I would agree. <laughs> You know? The weird, so the really the truth comes out. It just you were streaming it like a millennial, and I don't think okay. So yeah, so I I'm like four minutes behind. Too much. So everyone's yeah. like, hey, and I get my notices from freaking Yahoo that it was a touchdown, and I'm still watching the game. Like, well, at least I know what happens. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So uh, hey, look, the Madden view was nice. I think that they need to sprinkle it in at times. They debuted it during that game. I think there was a little too much of it, but it is a nice yeah. angle to look at. You can see kind of the windows that these quarterbacks are throwing into and stuff. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I it think like high-pressure situations, you know, third downs, field goals, stuff like a kickoffs. Like, I think it's perfect for that, but it doesn't need to be every down. Yeah. Well, no, hell, we got that. way off topic here, but that yeah. was a good intro. Hell, yeah. Well, well then, then, then do this, Duck Cowboy. What's on tap? Tell us what's on tap. Can you pull that together at least and – it better not be one that we've done before. Well, I was looking for something um, different. Mm, and boring, obviously. Well, this is about a driver and a three iron away from me. It's a little brewery called Ancestry. And mm. this is an IPA that they do called the best. What's, it's called the Best Coast IPA. And we all know where the best coast is. Uh, I think it's a 7%. Hmm, nice. Yeah, India Pale Ale, 7%, Best Coast IPA, and the West Coast is the Best Coast. That's a, that's a dig at you, Darian. It's all right. It happens. You guys should find yourself some of this. It's really tasty. Well, we don't have coasts in California. We have beaches. So, I mean, it's maybe oh. it's just like an Oregon-Washington thing. You know what I mean? 
Like we have beaches. Is that geographically correct? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, there's the Oregon coast and California beaches. Oh, all right. There are a lot of beaches down there. It wouldn't make sense. Yeah. yeah, I just want to call that out. Mm-hmm. All right, let's let's pull this together because we're we've kind of flying off. We're flying off the rails a little bit. I need to reel us back in. You know, we need uh, Bud. We need Bud here to keep us on track. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Talking about hippos. <laughs> Yeah, because because Bud is all about keeping us on track, <laughs> for sure. But mm-hmm. hey, you guys, this is super exciting. I mean, this is amazing. This is today. We're going to expose the league to Hawk Attack. Hawk Attack is our guest, and many of you may not know. You may not know his name's Marty, right? His name Marty with an M, right? So, Marty. Welcome to the podcast. How's it going out there in Mexico? It's going well. Going really well. Thanks for having me. Hey, we're just happy to have you. We're, we're excited to hear what you're about, and we're going to throw you some questions your way, and you're even going to help us call the games and talk about the matchups. Are you ready? Man, I, I put my big boy pants on, so yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Oh, yeah. Hey, he said he was ready for the season, and we see what position he's sitting in, so I don't know. <laughs> he's doing pretty well marty tell us about your season give us like a, and and i and i'm i want to hear about your thoughts throughout the season and i do have a point of view on it and i can probably help provide some commentary to your season but tell us tell us about your season tell us about some of the ups and actually you had some downs and then just ups so tell us all about it tell us how tell us about your first full season in the league wait 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 does everyone remember how Hawk got into the league? Yeah, I was going to bring that up. I think it's key. Never happened before. Well, so so Hawk Attack, why don't you tell everyone kind of what happened from your point of view last year when we started talking about you coming to the league and and like uh, like your first impressions of the league and things like that, kind of because it was it was kind of a funny scenario where. You know, I'm talking to you about fantasy football. You're kind of looking at me like, uh, who's this new guy in the office? He doesn't know what he's talking about, blah, blah, blah. Tell us about it. Well, I'd like to wind it back to the first time I, I actually met CJ. Uh, <laughs> got this invite on my calendar to new director of technology, and his name is CJ Chin. So he, <laughs> he, he comes into my office, and I'm like, this guy's white. Like, this can't be CJ Chin in charge of technology. <laughs> So, you know, Vans is a little unorthodox in a way, and, you know, no one tells me who he is or what he does, so I have to find that out awkwardly, and I have Seahawks stuff in my office, and knowing how he feels about them now, I know it was not not a good start, right? <laughs> um, so, you know, we, we, we started working together. I got to know him. I, I knew he was a, a Bronco fan and a huge football fan, but this whole fantasy world was like, never mentioned it was kind of like a little bit underground you know he talked about like i'd like to get you into this league and you know i'm like yeah there's a lot of leagues out there don't think anything special of it and he didn't really promote it so much then and i think it was you know you were there for about a year and then you came in i want to say it was october last year yeah probably something like that yeah with this proposition of taking over this team and i've been in a league for 
probably about 11 years with a bunch of buddies from high school. And I've never been able to have another league kind of, you know, replicate what I have there because it keeps me in touch with those guys. So I wasn't totally interested, but then he pulls out his iPad and starts showing me these rule books and newsletters. <laughs> and I'm like, this is like the Dungeons and Dragons of fantasy football. Like what the hell is going on here? So, you know, it sparked my interest and, you know, he's like, you're from the Northwest. Like it won't be a big deal for you to go back to Portland for the owner's meeting. I'm like, owner's meeting? What the hell? <laughs> I figured I'd have to go up there for the draft, but you know, multiple trips. So, I mean, it just, my, my curiosity was at its peak and uh, you know, I came in as an intern and it didn't cost me anything. And I'm like, I, I at least, I mean, who wouldn't sign up for this? No cost, no obligation. Come in and see what this is all about. So, yeah, that's kind of how, how it all started and all began. <laughs> that was pretty funny. It's like once I had to go into full sales mode to get somebody to take over meatloaf because, hey, that's not an easy sale. You know what I mean, Cowboy? Yeah, he almost turned it down when he saw the team, right? He's like, wow, I mean, the graphics and newsletters and everything else is great, but who's this meatloaf guy and what the hell happened to his team? <laughs> well, and that was the week where we sort of like um, had to put together a team because we kicked him out. So there was yeah. one week in between when we kicked him out, meatloaf, to when Marty took it over. So I, we like had to put players in place to kind of make it work. And actually won that week. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do you remember the vultures that came in and just tried to just pick apart anything that was on there? It was like, well, who's going to say no? <coughs> yeah, let's, man. Let's get in. I mean, it was people were trying to pick up any bit of good on that team. And we're like, it's obvious that the league can't run the team. Right. <laughs> well, Marty, when you first saw the roster, what did you say? Because you, I mean, I remember you had some serious concerns about it. Well, you know, after listening to all these podcasts, I'm really surprised that it's not Bud's team because the first thing I noticed was I had three tight ends. And I'm like, is this a three tight end league on top of it? Uh, and, you know, I think it'd be a good time to set the record straight with, with BS on, you know, because he thinks he picked up the most terrible team. Actually, was it? Wasn't not it even terrible. close. Not even close. Uh, because, because I remember when, when Tony ended up leaving the, uh, the league, you approached me and said like, Hey, you know, would you like to trade teams? We've never been in a situation like this. And I'd oddly grown attached to the three tight end uh, team. And I, I, I didn't want to get rid of it. So I was committed to it at that point, but you know, I, I kind of am up and down about having Russell Wilson on my fantasy team because it, it can get me, double happy or double pissed. So that, that was a little dangerous, but I saw, you know, Matt Ryan there and, you know, I had a little, little bit of trade bait there at quarterback, but outside of that, there wasn't really much to write home about. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was rough. But uh, so now this, you're in your first full year, you're, you're on a six game winning streak, That's right? Good. So, but, yep. but you were one in five, at one point, tell us how you felt at that point. Tell us how you felt during the one in five days. Uh, not good. Uh, very frustrated. Uh, very upset. You know, I knew it was going to take some time, but I'm a very competitive person. You know, it, it was tough. I can't even say a lot of the games were close. I was just getting clobbered. Um, you know, so it's been the highest of highs and lowest of lows for me this year. Nothing, nothing in between. Yeah, now you've you've kind of you've run off six straight, pretty impressive. So, what what do you attribute to those six wins? 
Uh, being active on the waiver wire and, uh, you know, we may want to kid ourselves that this is all just mastermind work and stuff like that, but it takes a lot of luck as well. Uh, so I got really lucky on a lot of wide receiver pickups. I think the turning point was actually playing duck cowboy. Uh, we had the bye week fest and I kind of had to rebuild my team and, you know, kind of get a little bit attached to guys that you draft and you like, you want to hold on to them and see if they pan out. But that strategy was kind of out the window and I just had to pick up guys to, to put into the, into the starting lineup and, and, and hit on a lot of those guys. Um, and then even now, like, you know, I was running Keenan on, on the bench, uh, for a couple of weeks. Cause the other, the other guys were so hot and then they got hurt. And I'm like, I got to put Keenan back in. And then he goes crazy the last two weeks. So I, freaking I'll be the first football. to admit, uh, it, it's, it's a lot of luck. Yeah. Freaking fancy footballs. That's why I hate playing fancy football. It's that kind of crap. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, and it's been a lot of uh, it's been a lot of really big weeks for you too, Hawk. Because you put up some massive points there for a while. It's really with all these seven and five teams, you're sitting at number three in the rank. And it's because of the points four, right? So it was it was two hundred point games and one hundred and ninety, one hundred and eighty. I know that that week you and I played each other. It was we we both had six or seven people on bye weeks and uh, and we're just feasting off the waiver wire and your team went nuts. So I think you've done a really good job on the waiver wire and gotten lucky both. Wait, Oh, did you guys hear that? <laughs> Thank you, Doug Cowboy. Um, yeah, it must, be that, must be that, that Irish luck. Yeah. Are you Irish? Are you Irish? That was my next question. <laughs> uh, the closest I've been to Irish is at the draft when I sat next to puddles. <laughs> Yeah. never do that again yeah that's a that was a mistake yeah i was gonna say like you, you've run up some pretty good points so um I'll, I'll ask you one more question then duck cowboy I'll let you ask any other questions and darian if you have questions please sure. feel free to ask sure. please feel free to ask so marty what's your favorite part of the league tell us what kind of why this why you feel this league is special and and kind of what you like about it and why you you know, stay in it and, 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 and enjoy being part of it. Well, you know, I think it takes me back to all those crazy things you were telling me in, in my office of, of, of the league. Um, and then seeing those things in action and uh, seeing everyone together. And I mean, oddly, I feel like uh, it's almost like a small extended family. I got to remind myself I've, I've only, you know, really met everyone two times. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Uh, so it's definitely the, the interaction, good group of guys. Uh, it's a lot of fun, a lot of bantering. And, uh, you know, I'm a huge, huge football fan. So it, it pacifies that as well. Just a group of guys to talk about that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, crazy group. Nice. Duck Cowboy, what else you got? Well, speaking of crazy, I had a question. Um, who in the league did you would you think of anyone um, would ever have the potential to be Fired for sexual misconduct. <laughs> Seems to be going around a little bit. <laughs> I think oh there's a pretty obvious answer. I started thinking that. about our league, so I'm just curious your answer. Well, I mean, as I s- skim the owners here, uh, <laughs> there's this this Irish puddles guy that sticks out to me. Not that I think he would do that sober, but you know, the guy definitely is fond of Jameson. And I would say that would be his alibi. 
would be the the Jamison got the best of him. Yeah. He will be on the news for something like that. It's guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, it was it was handicapped. He he yeah. was the yeah he was the leader in the clubhouse by a long shot. Um, in all seriousness, though, so you were a, a a Northwest guy and moved down to Southern California. Um, which state is better? <laughs> well, you know, um, if what I'm going a, by what a dumb question, by the way, that's dumb. <laughs> if I'm going by if I'm going by state alone, um, I got to go with California. That's definitely what what's kept me here is the the beautiful weather, the beaches, uh, the lifestyle, and all that. But um, that's you know, right, fool. The the, 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 the great Northwest will will always hold a special place in my heart. You know, with friends and family and stuff like that. So it's always been a double edged sword for me. I've been down here for 15 years now, which is crazy that uh, that much time has gone by. Uh, but just going back for Thanksgiving, you know, I got a lot a lot of good friends, a lot of good family up there. So it's always tough to leave, but. Day in and day out with the sun shining, I'm a much happier person. Tell me about it. Bull. <laughs> All right, Darian, what question do you have for him? I got as, a our, question. as our esteemed Is producer and expert Pennsylvanian Steelers fan. Yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that. Take that problem. <laughs> is, so is your room specifically engineered to make you louder, or is that just the Seattle Seahawks Stadium? Oh, yeah. I mean uh, – um, I, I've lived in this house for a little over a year now and it had vaulted ceilings. Uh, so that was key. So I could get that stadium roar in here. And then, you know, I had to get a 70 inch TV to, and it's surround sound. So I could replicate like I'm as close as I can Humble be brag. to perfect to, to be at that game. And I, I just thought your voice sounded so booming and powerful. I thought maybe the room had something to do Darian, with it. Don't say stuff like that. Cause he, he's going to bring that up now all the time. Dang uh, it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have a I have a question. Do you really like that new logo <laughs> and bought that hat, or do you did you just do it because you felt like you had to? Um, you know, I, I'm a big shopper on lids. They got a lot of good good sales on there all the time. Uh, if you're not uh, getting emails from lids, they have like 35 percent off regularly. Uh, so I kind of looked at this hat, and you know, I don't love it, but you get tired of wearing the same old thing. Like I'm sure you're tired mm-hmm. of wearing stuff with an O and a, and a star on it. So if you can mix it up every now and again and put a different logo on, I think that's kind of fun. Gotcha. No, I think that hat is regularly 35% off. <laughs> it, it might be. I, I, you know, not living up there, I haven't heard a lot of positive feedback about the alternative logo, but. I don't know how you yeah. can change logos like that. And that's a drastic change. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it, Well, it went, TJ, it went from this to this. <laughs> <laughs> I know the there, listeners know won't understand that, but yes. I went from the profile but, uh, yeah. to, to yeah, front you gotta on. say something, Darian. This is a podcast. They can't. <laughs> I know. I know. So my last, my last question is: is favorite Seahawk of all time and favorite fantasy football player that you've owned? All Ooh, time? easy. Uh, I, I gotta say, my favorite Seahawk of all time was was Steve Largent. Just kind of like takes you back to little kid days uh sitting on that on the floor with that tube tv uh watching largent catch those erratic passes from dave craig or, or jim zorn but that that was good times for sure i gotta i gotta go old because there's too many bandwagon hawk fans around in the world nowadays uh, too so. tell me about it. they're the worst too <clears throat> I, I, 
I would agree. And and favorite fantasy football player that you've owned of all time? I, I'm I'm embarrassed to say this, but uh, I first started playing fantasy football like you had to get the paper on Monday morning and like calculate your score. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I was on a team with, with another guy. It was kind of an expensive league, or maybe I just didn't have a lot of money back then. That was probably more accurate, but uh, so been, been playing for a long time. I've, I've only won one championship in, in all those years. And uh, it was the year that, uh, that Chad Johnson just went like berserk. And uh, you know, he, he's like that guy, you don't really like him, but if he's on your team or if he's on your fantasy team doing all that ridiculous stuff, um, he was fun to watch and, and fun to root for. So a little Ocho Cinco. Yeah, a little, Ocho little Cinco. Shout out. Uh, Ocho Ocho Cinco out of Boise State. Oregon, Oregon State. The Beavs. It's not Boise State, huh? No. He he played there with TJ Hushmanzada. Yeah, that's interesting. All right, so we're gonna move on now. Uh <laughs> So you're saying Ocho Cinco is your favorite fantasy player of all time. Is that what I'm hearing? He, he helped me win a championship. That's uh, why I, I love Aaron Rodgers. It, it was him, and, and he was paired with Steve Smith in the, the year they were just phenomenal. Oh, yeah. That's nice. good stuff. <laughs> I love Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I, think, I think Steve Slayton was going off back then. Oh my gosh, we're moving on. We're moving on. Okay, so let's talk about the owners' meetings a little bit. Um, we got so last year we did the owners' meetings. Well, last couple of years, well, that's every time actually. We've done them in Portland. We usually done them around the Super Bowl because we had nothing else to do. So we thought we'd go get drunk and talk about football. Um, but next year we're going to push it off to May because we don't need to do it too early. So what I'm thinking, okay, we have some options. Everyone's heard them. Do we do them in California? Do we keep doing it in Portland? Do we do it in New York? Do we do it in Pennsylvania? No, that's Ooh. not on there. That's not on there. Uh, oh, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> New York's not on there. We're not going to the East Coast for sure. But Paris? I was okay. Paris would be nice. My wife would love that for sure. So um so I'm thinking if we do it in Southern California, we do it down here, we do it in Huntington Beach. Um, and at the same time, what we can do is maybe we start the trading period that same time, right? Like, like the day after, so that it's like kind of a whole weekend of fun and trading and everyone's together. We could talk trades. It would be, it would be nuts. What do you guys think? Marty? I'm assuming people would be in hotel rooms then, right? And there's something about Duck Cowboy's earlier question about sexual harassment and training with IP and a hotel room that makes me really nervous. Yeah, um, it's a good point. It's a good point. Yeah, he gets really touchy feely on other guys, especially guys in the league when he has a few in him. So, agreed. This is actually a really solid point. All right, we'll do it in Portland in January. <laughs> you, you were talking about drinks, right? When you said he had a few in him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, you can decide. You can use your imagination on that one. We're not going to get too gross on this podcast. This isn't the uh, disgusting podcast, but I get what you're going. I know where you're going with that. That's good. Um, I, I, you know, I love going to to, to Portland just because it's somewhere different for me. But I always try to 
you know, I got to spend a lot of time with, with the commissioner, you know, and that's, that's good and bad, but I feel like I got to kind of reel awesome. in on his expectations. Awesome. I, I got to reel him in on his expectations of the league sometimes. Um, so What's I think it'd be great. That? I think it'd be great to have it down here, but I know how it is with my buddies and stuff like that. Like, you know, there's this great idea. Let's go to Vegas. Let's do this. Let's do that. But when yeah. it comes down to brass tacks, like people are like, they're afraid to ask their wife. They don't have money. They don't have vacation time, whatever, whatever. So I just want to make sure that whatever we do, we're smart about it and set ourselves up for success. Yeah. Oh, now he's bringing in common sense and smarts. <laughs> this, this is the reason we don't bring guests onto the podcast. You know what I mean? This is the perfect example. No, Gary, but- remind us about this next time we start talking about guests. No more guests. <laughs> but he has a point. He has a point. And I think a lot of people have kind of thrown it out. Wouldn't it be great? We're all going to Southern California for fantasy football, you know, which this is the best league that's out there. But I, I kind of see it like this. It's two people traveling this direction or everyone traveling that direction. And as much as I'm 100% down for it, I think that logistically what it's going to come down to is if we have – 10 people that are in for Southern California and we're going to miss two. Uh, does it make more sense to still make the trip or is it more about having kind of the whole group together? So, well, but just- we've never had the whole group together for the owners meetings. That's never happened. In fact, last year we had 10 guys and that was the most we've ever had. Cause remember products and, and Lewis weren't there. This is true. This is true. And then the year before that, there was only like eight of us. You know what I mean? So how do we figure this out? And, and, and I guess this is my biggest thing, just knowing that people can make an, a commitment, something work-related comes up even a week, two before that they've got to be at. We're just all still committed. I'm good. I'm good with the SoCal deal. I think it'd be, a fa- I think it'd be fantastic. Uh, what do we do? When do we vote about it? Well, I think do we, we just... make the decision tonight on the podcast? Well, I... Yeah, I mean, I think we have to. You have we have to make a decision. I think what we we tend to get in trouble with often in this league is we waffle on things. We'll use the 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 uh, punishment. the punishment. We waffle on it. We don't make a hard decision, and nothing happens, right? And then and then everyone just sort of goes the easiest route. But it sounds I mean, like an opportunity like, with the uh, the commissioner, actually. Oh, yeah, maybe it. we need a new commissioner. Yeah, let's let's do that. Let's get a new commissioner because believe me, that would be nice. Get a year off or two, it'd be great. You know what I mean? No, but I think it's but but seriously, it's like I think if we make a decision on it, then people can decide to come or not. We could try to, you know, like that one year we had Bud do his FaceTime into it, <laughs> which he made it really awkward for us when we were at Gore's house. But we we there's there's so much to do down here. You can do your family vacations. You can, you know, take your wife on a nice weekend, a long weekend in Southern California. It's not like there's not anything to do, you know? So do we even know a rough kind of estimate of where people's heads are at at this point? Well, let's go down the list here. So let's think about this. So um, I'm in, right? Okay. And I would say this. Put your put your vote in for California and or Oregon. So you're in for both. Yeah, I'm in for both. I'll do either one. I mean, for me, it's it's just more about seeing the guys. I mean, it'd be fun to do it down here because I think so. Like Jannie works at a hotel in Huntington Beach where she can get, you know, very um, cheap hotel rooms on the beach 
Plus, we have a space that we can use that's in the hotel um, that we can have the meetings. Like, it would be a great venue. We don't have to have Irish puddles screw it up for us. I can have it all prepared ahead of time. Like, I mean, it would be be a really great, you know, time. Bring wives down, you know, hang out on the beach. Go to Disneyland if you got your kids with you. I mean – you know, there's stuff to do. I, I hope I don't get reprimanded and lose draft picks for asking this question, but what is the actual rule on attendance for the owner's meeting? There isn't a – we don't have a mandated – Penalty. I, well, yeah, there's no penalty. Maybe there should be. No, there's not. That's a tough not, one. Not, 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 not suggesting that was just the reason why I didn't know was because it's not in the rule book. So my thought is that if you don't make the owner's meeting – then you don't get to participate in making the league great. And you can't bitch about it later. That's, that's my take on it. Oh. Of course, everyone will bitch about it anyways, because <laughs> that's what happens, but you know, or, or bitch about that take. <laughs> so, okay. So we do, or we don't want to solve this today. I don't think we have time to solve it today, but let's do this. Let's make sure by the end of the year that we make a decision. And we'll stick to it. And if half the league shows up, then only half the league gets to discuss the new rules. So I, say we, I say we come down to a pool party at Marty's place. We can do that too. I mean, we can, there's lots of things we can do. The hotel's a lot nicer. <laughs> <laughs> and Marty's got a loft. He's got an extra bedroom. He's got a couch. He's got a. He's got fake grass outside. Like, there's lots of places for people to sleep there. Don't worry. Mm. I'm all for it. I just want to, uh, I want to be a voice of the people. I want to be on the people's side as I've always wanted to be in this league. So what what are you, what are you talking about? A voice of the people? When did that start? Oh, it's always been that way. That's why. Oh yeah. No, it's Duck Cowboys always been, Mm. always tried to listen to the, to the people and be a, uh, you know, a voice Mm. for the league. America's team. Yeah, that's oh my god. You're exactly oh right. God. Darian, stop. Uh, what are you doing? America's Don't do team. that. That's a joke. That, that's a joke. All right, let's get into the games. Let's get into the games. I can't <laughs> take it anymore. Gosh dang it. All right, let's get into the games. So so first game we're gonna talk about is the Donka Bronx versus you got me. All right, so all time. Uh Badonka Bronx versus he got me is two to one. So um, for Badonka Bronx, last time they played was earlier in the season where Badonka Bronx did his thing as usual, 182 to 153. Um, he got me's out. Badonka Bronx, as expected, is clinched the first overall seed. So really not a whole lot to talk about here. But Hawk Attack, tell us what's going to happen in this game. Well, you know, uh, on paper, it looks like you you have a no-brainer here, but this game be, could be a, a little closer than we expect. It's not not a walk in the park for you. I agree. Like you may think. Um, you know, you you have all your your usual suspects in here, and did, did you actually draft Kamara? Did you draft yep. him? He was my last pick. Wow. Jesus, <laughs> I'm a I'm a genius. You know, as I was doing my homework for the podcast, like I was told to do, I was like, <laughs> I, 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 I need to get the story on that on that Kamara guy because man, going into the draft, the Saints were a mess. 
And that, that really turned out he, he to be a good, the, a good pick. He was the 118th overall pick in our draft. Did you did you think that it said karma? Is that why you drafted it? <laughs> karma does not exist, obviously. <laughs> well, it, you know, you, you, you have your karma going and you got Gurley going and, and Matt Ryan seems like he's pulled his head out of his butt. So um, nice. you're, you're, you're looking a little better. Um, I can't believe you're going to, you have to, you're slumming it with Jeremy Macklin in the lineup. That's just oh. embarrassing. I know. Um, Gosh, it's killing but, me. but, but outside of that, you're looking, you're looking pretty good. You know, he's the, the only game he's got going really in town is Roethlisberger. That's, that's been on fire of late. So uh, if Roethlisberger does good, he, ha- he has a chance. Um, but if he does not, there's no way. Um, yeah, if he pulls a Roethlisberger, he's pulled a Roethlisberger. <laughs> but, but even if he has a great game, you know, as much as I hate to do this, I, I got to take Barakadons. What, what, uh, explain that to me a little bit there, Marty. Why, <laughs> why is it so hard to pick the champ? Why does everyone have such a hard time picking the champ? I don't get it. Can somebody please help me understand that? You know, I've, I've been a Seahawks fan my entire life, and I, it's been forcing me to root for underdogs. Oh, that makes sense. All right, well, then you – I don't blame you for rooting against me in every game. <laughs> All right, Justin, what's going to happen? I'm going to root against you also, and I'm going to go with he in this game. Why? Why, um, why, why go there? <laughs> I think Ryan has a tough uh, defensive matchup there against Minnesota. Uh, Green has a um, off and on uh, ginger quarterback throwing to him. You got Macklin in the lineup, and uh, I think Kamara is going to go up against uh, that Carolina defense. At home? At home. I'm just going out on a limb. He's got to cool off at some point, and he has to win at some point. So I'm going he got me on this one. All right. Well, Bud picked me, obviously, oh. and Cole picked. He got me, obviously. <laughs> so, so Darian, who do you got? Yeah, I mean, it's it's it's. I think it's gonna be a tight matchup. I mean, he really has like the sleeper team. It looks like you know Ben has been great the past two two weeks. Uh, Cooper Cup is sneaky. Um, Sammy Watkins can explode at any week. So who knows what you're gonna get there? But then. Uh, Matt Ryan's got a tough game against Minnesota. Uh, AJ Green will be shut down. Um, Gurley will probably be good as usual. And Kamara, I think he'll have a big game too. So I think it'll be tight, but you'll probably, uh, the Bronx will probably pull it out by 10, 15 points. Well, the good news is I could win, lose, or draw. It doesn't really matter. As long as I outscore Duck Cowboy by 20, then I'm good. So it's all I need for the. Another reason why I'm rooting for he this week. <laughs> I already got the 150 for best record. I'm just looking for the 150. If there's oh, a way I, that I could get first and second place, I would go for it. But I don't know if that's oh, going to happen either. I'm very aware. I'm very aware. <laughs> All right. We're going on to the next game. Next big matchup is great Odin's Raven versus Hawk attack. And I, I normally don't say it like that, but because we've got a guest, it's all good. But uh, so this is a one-to-one. They play each other twice. So it's a, it's a, it's a dead even um, split between last time they played. Uh, Gore won 181 to 168. So that was a, was a tough loss for, for old Hawk attack early in the season. Um, but, yeah, Justin, what's going to happen in this game? 
Yeah, this is a tough game. Both these teams have been on a roll. Um, Gore, his trades have worked out really well for him. Uh, wide receiving core has been unstoppable, and his uh, his pickup of P. Ryan was nice. But I'm looking; he's only got nine points here in this Thursday night game this evening. Um, it looks like he's going with the old hyphenated Seals. Jo- yeah, who is the Seals Jones guy? I've never even heard of him. Well. He's it. He's had two big weeks the last two weeks. Wow. Oh, you bubble guys always looking for players. <laughs> yeah, I, I know you don't got to dig around in that trash can, but that's where I've been living, buddy. <laughs> Mr. Jimmy Grant and Greg Olson. I got plenty of tight ends. I'm good. So Philip Rivers is going to have a big game against Cleveland. Russell Wilson, that Philly defense should be a fun game. Um, it's going to be the Sunday night game. I think I'm going underdogs this week. I don't know why. I think maybe all those Philip Rivers touchdowns go to Keenan Allen, kind of evens this thing out a little bit. I'm going to go because he was a nice enough guy and came on the podcast as our guest here this evening. I'm going to go Hawk Attack. Wow. That's, that's nice. Very nice. Um, you know, I, I, I was thinking the same thing as you. Uh, that cowboy. I feel like Keaton Allen is, you know, other than Russell Wilson, is definitely his main blue chip, right? Oh, so man. Hawk Attack's main guy, Keenan Allen. That's going to balance out with Philip Rivers because I agree. I think Philip Rivers going to have a big game outside of just Keenan Allen. Um, I, I don't, I don't see Howard and Ajayi doing what he needs them to do, um, and, and Russell Wilson's. It's going to be under siege, and he's going to have to throw a lot. I love that for Jimmy Graham. But, man, those receivers have been so hot with Julio, Antonio, and I think Thomas is going to go off. This They're back at home. He plays way better at home because Brees does way better at home. I just don't see how Hawk pulls us out. You know, it's, it's a tough game. Uh, uh, yeah, but Julio's got that Minnesota matchup. Now, Sterling Shepard's interesting. I didn't even really look at that one. You know – they sat Manning. Oh, yeah. He's got Gino. Ooh. Because no one's seen what he can do in the NFL yet. Mm-hmm. We should give him an opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah we got to check that guy out. It's right? a disgrace. All right. So we got Bud's going with Gore. Cole's going with Gore. Darian, who you got? I mean, Gore's wide receiver core. You really can't mess with that. I mean, Julio, Brown, and Thomas down there. I mean – it's 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 a tough task asking Hawk to pull out the win. I think it'll be tight, but I'm going with Gore. Sorry, Hawk. All right, Marty, who do you got? Uh, well, you know I've obviously spent a little time on this matchup, <laughs> and uh, you, you know Gore really went crazy last week. So I'm kind of hoping that they left all those those points on the board and yeah, he got it out of his system a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to say they blew their wad or not on the podcast, but I'm, yeah, we'll cut um, that out. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I feel like they really performed well last week. Um, you know, uh, it, duck cowboy. I wish he wouldn't have traded Brown cause I look a lot better without that in there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You and me both buddy. <laughs> Yeah, he's been he's been eating those burgers uh, very healthy. Like, <clears throat> you know, I really see I, I got to get some production out of out of Howard and Jay. Um, 
you know, that that's going to be the, the key. Um, it's interesting that you bring up Shepard because uh, my boy Juju was, was questionable, but he practiced today. So I got a decision there to make with, uh, with Shepard and, and Juju yeah. on, on who to start there. But, yeah, uh, you know, I, I'm going to flip the coin. Oh, it landed on Hawk Attack. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you know, I got, I got, I got to pick myself, but I'm, I'm bracing myself for, for the loss because all good things got to come to an end. Maybe it's better to go on the end of the playoffs, uh, with, not on a hot streak. So listen, the, whoever wins this, okay, whoever wins this game wins the division. So, I mean, that's, that's what you're up against because Bungle Nation has bungled his season, not surprisingly. Bungle Nation's dropped three straight. He isn't scoring a lot of points. He's out of the points race. He was number one a while ago, Mr. Big Deal. But listen, Hawk Attack, you can win the division this week, man. That would be a huge accomplishment based on kind of what you've had to do. I think it'd be awesome. But either way, great season for you. But you know what? I hope you I hope you can pull it off just for the sake of everything that you've had to do. But you know what? Gore's done more moves and more more trades and taking more risks than he's ever done either. He's really working to get in there. It's going to be a battle. I can't wait to see what happens here. Darn near the, if you guys weren't both already in the playoffs, this would have been the game of the week for sure. But yeah, it's not the way that it worked out. Yeah. Big risk, big risk there, uh, Gore picking up Brown, super big risk. (laughs) Come on. I mean, gave up Rogers, you know, like what kind of idiot would trade Rogers? You know what I mean? Oh, wait. There's a couple people on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You're my best friend. You are my best friend. Wow. All right. Okay, so going on, moving on to the next game. We got End Zone versus Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, boy. Um, Listen. (laughs) End Zone... Endzone's going to win this game. That's, there's no doubt, right? I'm not, I'm not worried about that. And, but Endzone's never beaten Pursuit of Happiness. Pursuit of Happiness somehow wins all of the division games. He's only lost one division game in the last two years. One. Okay? It's like he just feasts on the East, right? So if this is – whichever team wins this game wins the division. Um, but if, you know, I mean – it's crazy that that Poe he's got the least amount of points in the league if I think he's in the bottom three he's he could win the division two years in a row with the same kind of scenario it's crazy I'm not not bagging on him or anything it's just wow it's just that good job you're winning the games you need to win right like I I don't know What, what what are you gonna say Duck Cowboy well, I don't know. This whole divisional stuff is a little overrated. I mean, if it was to come down to in division, I'm four and four and one, right? And out of it, I'm six and six. So I have the best record in our division, in the toughest division, and it means nothing. I'm fighting for my life. Well, that's because you know you didn't lose the games you needed to win. I didn't lose the games you I needed to win. The, what? You didn't <laughs> win the games you needed to win. There you the go. Floor is the that ceiling. sounds better. <laughs> Four and one. Why don't you have another glass of wine. Stop making it about you. 
stop. Like what? we're talking about that's valid. versus pursuit of happiness. Mm. And how did it turn around to talking about Doug Cowboy and your woes and your problems this year? Well, Gore, Gore, Gore is the same thing. He's four and one. Okay. So Gore, I'll fight for my boy Gore. He's four and one in his division. And, what, uh, what do you mean fight for him? Like we weren't sticking up for him? What are you talking about? Hey, Gore, Gore, we were, no one was going against you. Mm-hmm. We were all sticking up for you just for the record. It wasn't just Doug Cowboy. You can re, you can go backwards and listen to it again and you'll hear that. In, in, that in, in the NFL, which is what we try to mirror as best as possible, divisional matchups mean a lot because if you win your division, you have a seed. Okay. Right? So mm-hmm. yeah, a little bit different. In our league, I'm just saying maybe we look at kind of evening that out. Well, what I was thinking, and I'm just going to throw this out there, okay, just real quick since it came up. What if we, and this is just for everyone to think about. We're not going to make a decision here. But if we have two divisions next year, the top four in each division go into the playoffs. Those four teams battled out the best team from each division in the playoffs, play each other for the bridge bowl. I'm just saying that could happen. We could go back to two divisions. Division winner gets a you know a higher seed, whatever. Like yeah, we I can make the division be better. There's something to be said about that. I mean, I I definitely look at that potentially vote for it. I mean, the game Just should matter more. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like it could make it so that if you have a down year in a in a division, right? Mm-hmm. But everyone's down. You could still get into the playoffs and win some games and 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 play against your division and, and maybe something happens and you, you can win a, a bridge bowl like, like me, you know, it's could be, could be something like that. I'm just saying like, we don't have to be in three divisions. We could go to two and, and have it, you know, not like today. It's like we, the last two years we've had division rivals play each other in the bridge bowl. And maybe we get away from that where, there's two separate playoff brackets yep. based on each division. You know, maybe we go that route. I'm just, you know, something to, something to think about. I like the conversation. Yeah. That's an off-season conversation. That's something we'll talk about in the meetings and all that kind of stuff. But let's talk about end zone versus pursuit of happiness. End zone's going to win. Who do you got, Justin? Sorry, guys. I was just looking at the 31-14 to 14 score for Dallas as they're fighting for their lives. They yeah. got 31 points. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. They may not on your stream because it just happened, but I got 14 to 24. Yeah. Well, they're about to get in. So <laughs> as we look at this, I'm going in zone. Um, Cousins kind of laid a dud, sacked quite a few times uh, by Lawrence. So POH actually kind of got points uh, on the one side by <laughs> his quarterback, <laughs> losing them on the other. Um <laughs> Call hey, whatever that, works, man. Yeah, displacement, I guess, is what they call that. So, <laughs> so that's uh, funny. It's hilarious because Cousins has a couple sacks, a fumble loss, and then his, <laughs> and Lawrence has two sacks and a forced fumble. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they've been getting after him. Mm-hmm. A lot of turnovers. Cowboys needed it. So, um, but look, Wentz, uh, that, C- that Seattle Seahawks defense is not uh, what it is once was a lot of injuries over there. I think that they play a a pretty decent game, kind of continue their role. Um, Hopefully KC and Hill get back on track. Um, We need it because as Hill and KC go, so does Hunt to bring it back to myself. And I need him to have a big game. Yeah. Yeah. How are you going to pull that one off? So end zone's going to win this thing running away. Yeah, I agree. I think that, 
Um, Ingrid and, and Fournette at home, I think they're going to get back on track. There's another Wentzberger coming up. We all know it. Whoa. But, yeah, and, and Jeffrey, he's got the Jeffrey Wentz connection. It's just it's just too much. Again, I think Pursuit of Hoppiness, just too many too many players that – I mean, he doesn't even have a running back that – you know, I mean, he's got Burkhead and Peterson, so you're you're automatically your touchdown dependent there. Um, don't like it, so I'm going end zone. Darren, who do you got? Yeah, Wentz and Jeffrey, that, that should be big against that mangled up Seattle defense. Maybe Kansas City gets back on track. Dare I say a get right game? Drink up, kids. Uh-oh. <laughs> Drink up, kids. So maybe uh, Hill could benefit from that. I mean, really, it's just he has the better team this week. Also, Joey Boza up against Cleveland. That's something to look out for. Kirk Cousins hasn't had a great night. I know he got two touchdowns and nearly 300 yards, but some interceptions and fumbles to negate that. Um, yeah, it's just it's hard to take it's hard to choose uh against end zone this week. All right. Yeah, so Marty, what do you think? What what's gonna happen? Well, I'd love to uh buck the trend here, but I've got to go with end zone. Um, you know, maybe he'll listen to this before the game start on uh on Sunday and get get scared and put Breeze in or something. I think either way, <laughs> don't overthink it, end zone. <laughs> yeah, uh, don't do it. Don't put Breeze in, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think in, either way, end zone's got this, uh, you know, pursuit of happiness. It, you know, he's the opposite end of the, the schedule gods. Uh, Doug Cowboy has the bad end and pursuit of happiness has the good end of the schedules. Um, but I mean, it's 2017 and you got Adrian Peterson, your starting lineup. That kind of says it all for me. Yeah. Yeah. This game doesn't mean anything other than maybe where they end up in the playoffs and the bragging rights of taking home the division championship. So not a whole lot going on here. Speaking of not a whole lot going on here, we got hip hopopotamus versus Boston stranglers. Tell us what's going to happen here, Marty. Enlighten us. And 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 if you fall asleep during your analysis, I understand because really not a whole lot to talk here. Well, you know, I spent some time analyzing the game like I was asked to do and you know um, it. it. It's definitely not going to make the the prime time television this game. Uh, it's not going to draw. They're not, they're not adjusting the schedule for Sunday night on this. No, <laughs> there'll be no flex scheduling. Uh, they're not going to get the good announcers for sure. Yeah. They're going to fly in the turds. Actually, they'll probably take a train uh, to to announce this game. But you know, turd train. Hip. Um, no, no one knows where hip is, so he could be at the zoo with that hippo. That's um, true. That's true. We know what that does. So I got to take that into my analysis. Um, and I think that's that's pretty beneficial to him. Um, you know, I, I, I pick on Boston a lot because he, he makes it easy. But, um, you know, I, I just can't really pick this team. But as I have a platform to talk about Boston, something I brought up to CJ at happy hour, um, I feel like this is the place to do that. I just wanted to talk a little bit about his keepers. Cause I brought this up in, in the Irish news, right. Uh, that, we, that we knew, we knew he was going fishing when he submitted his keepers in August. <laughs> and, and just to put a little color into that, you know, there was the, the Malcolm Smith that was on IR. That was the IDP keeper, right? Yep. Mistake then, number 14. Uh, yep. <laughs> Uh, Jeremy Macklin was a keeper, which is on I your team right now. He's he's my uh, slumming it pick. <laughs> uh, Legarrette Blunt is on the waiver wire. Uh, Brandon Marshall is on IR, but he's not even good enough to 
hold the IR spot, so I believe he's on the waiver wire as well. Yeah, yeah he's actually uh, a part of HBO or it's, uh, yeah, he's, I think he's calling Cowherd uh, and recruiting him. Ty Montgomery, you know, I'll give him that. He ended up being a bust, but that wasn't terrible. And then he traded Cam. But in my analysis, I would like to say, just think if he was going into next year and he had Watson, McCaffrey, and then he had Tate and Diggs. I know, I know he argues the the Tate and Diggs thing, but his team is way better than. Yeah. So yeah. I, well, you I just live in to the- make my case of, of of terrorizing a team is what he's done. He strangled it. <laughs> Well, and he did mention on his on his little Irish news rant that he made his team better, and that's debatable. I think we could I think we could debate that quite a bit. I just you know hey hey I I I like to root for him because I I feel bad for him, but let's not get carried away saying he made that team better. I mean, I think Tony Tony and him are like on the same level of like ownership. You know, I, I, don't know. I think it was better and. You know, I want to know how he got TMZ to videotape that interview on Irish News <laughs> as he's walking down the street all tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't realize he had such hair follicle problems. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's well, it was, a, it was a windy Oregon day, clearly. <laughs> or he's just walking fast. Maybe that was it. All right. So you got hip hop. Is that what I'm hearing? Yep. All right, Justin, who do you got? Well, I, it was funny because as we were watching that, um, there was another interception from Cousins, and the pressure came from Lawrence. Oh. So it <laughs> continues to happen. <laughs> but uh, that's a tough run. So as we go into this game, um, I think that we've spent too much airwaves, uh, the time. Yes, kind of. Yeah, I agree. I'll just pick. And um, I'm going hip-hop mainly because I'm just really looking forward to how I'm going to spend that money from Boston Stranglers. Yeah. Skip mine. I'm not going to dignify this with a response. So Darian, what is, uh, what's your pick? I'm also going hip hop. I just felt like this year he's, he was just like a few pieces away from having a really great team. I mean, he's got yeah, like Andrew Luck. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's got bell <laughs> Gronk when he's healthy. He's got Keekly down at the bottom. I mean, maybe if he would have had God, he didn't have golf all year long. Did he? Uh no, he picked him up like three weeks ago that's or something. What, that's what I thought. Yeah, if he would have had golf all year long, I mean, Bud really would have had a different season. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna go for him this week. Yeah, it's hip hop across the board. All right, Bungle Nation versus Products, and Justin, you're gonna talk about this one. So listen, these guys, like Products, Products. If he loses this, he's done. Like even if doesn't matter what happens with with you and Irish Puddles, you guys outscore him. It's like this is this is it for him. He he's in a playoff run right now, and he owns Bungle Nation four to one. So he's only lost to Bungle Nation once, and it wasn't this year. They played earlier, and he crushed Bungle Nation one eighty nine to one thirty five. Bungle Nation has been on a slide. Products has been on a slide. Both these teams are heading in the wrong direction right now, um, but. Uh, yeah, what, what's going to happen, Justin, based well, on uh, all of that? And this matchup is tough. So, obviously, I need Bungle Nation to lose this thing. But the projection right now. No, no, you need Bungle Nation to win. Or sorry, to win. That's what I meant to say. I but, figured. But the projection right now is Des Bryant. He's got 17 points in this game. Prescott has 17 points. It's 150 for Bungo to 165 for Products. 
And these matchups on both sides are not good. Like Tate mm-hmm. going up against Baltimore is just a tough, tough yeah. matchup. Yeah. Um, you know, I look down Product's roster. There's some tough matchups. Uh, Derek Carr hasn't been himself. Maybe he has a get-right game against the Giants here. Ding. Drink up, kids. <laughs> <laughs> but on the other side of the ball, it doesn't get – any better. I mean, you're right. Bungo's been on a slide. Freeman's back, but he goes up against Minnesota. Um, the whole Doyle uh, situation. Situation. It's kind of <laughs> up and down. down. They go against Jacksonville. Bungo has a good defense. I'm just hoping and praying I got to pick Bungo here because it gives me an opportunity to still lose, which has happened a few times this year, uh, and get into the playoffs. So I'm going Bungo, but this is going to be a really close matchup, and uh, I don't know, man. I don't know which way this goes. Coin flip, probably. Yeah, I thought you were going to throw, bring up the coin for sure. I, it's I, a I rough look at matchup. Some, yeah, I don't. I I don't trust a lot of players on both sides of the of the ball on this one. Like, I just don't trust these teams. Like, I I wouldn't feel good if I'm on these rosters. I just, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, they're not reliable right now. But you look up, you look up and down their rosters. You see these good players. You see these big names that should be able to produce more, and they just, they just, they're just not doing it. Like I don't trust anybody on here. But I do think that Products is going to pull this off. I think that Bungles team is that they're in trouble. I think Mixon against Pittsburgh, it's going to be a gameplay problem, right? I just don't, I don't see them relying on Mixon like last week. I don't think he's going to have the huge game. Fitzgerald against the Rams. The Rams are going to destroy them, right? And I just, it's rough. Hopkins just, uh, it's all icky. It's icky on the Bungle Nation side, and it's it's kind of icky on the other side. So I'm going products. Mm. Um, Bud's going products. Cole's going products. Yeah, Darian, who do you got? Sorry, uh, buddy. It's tough. I mean, yeah, Hopkins, he, he, he's good for, you know, 15, 20 points a week. You said Fitzgerald up against the Rams. That's tough. These are really hard matchups, but I, I mean, I think Bungle probably has the better of the matchup. I mean, Carr could have a big game against the Giants, but then Tate against Baltimore. I don't like that at all. Um, no, I don't like it either. Duke Johnson against the Chargers. That's tough. I mean, the Chargers have one of the best defensive lines in the, in the league. Uh, Darkwa against Oakland's not a good defense, but Darkwa's not a good running back. So again, just another tough matchup. Um, yeah, I guess oh, yeah. I guess I'll go Bongo. I know I've, I've been picking him a couple weeks in a row, and he's he's been losing a couple weeks in a row. But maybe he'll pull this one out and help out. Just three, help Just out the last old three. Duck Cowboy. All right, thank you. You're Appreciate welcome. it, brother. Yep. All right, Marty, what's gonna happen? Tell us. Feed me. Well, I find it interesting because when I I did my pre-podcast analysis, uh, Bungle had Alex Smith in. So at some point, literally an hour before the game, he. He made the change there. Oh, really? Might, Interesting. Might have might have been good with with Des having having a good night. Looks like he dropped. It actually looks like he dropped Alex Smith. Let's see what he did. He actually dropped Alex Smith. No, he's on the bench there. Oh, sorry. I'm looking. I'm oh, sorry. 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 My bad. Sorry, Bungle. I was just about to make fun of you big time, but yeah. maybe, maybe Alex, just Alex maybe Smith. Just it's been ahead, rough. Then, been rough lately. So. If this does end up to be his uh, breakout game and, and the benching happen, that was a game-time decision. We'll see. I wouldn't have done that. I would have made Prescott prove it to me. But that's on him. Well, he also pulled out uh, 
he had Cooper in his flex spot and he has McKinnon in there now. So uh, maybe we could have a rule that people set their lineups, you know, an hour before the podcast. So it doesn't mess up my analysis <laughs> like this. It's a great call. It is a pain in the ass. Which I, I kind of like Cooper with no crab tree. Oh like man. It, okay. Can I just throw something out there? Sorry, Marty. Look yeah. at that. Cooper is projected 8.25 points. Man, that is killer for a keeper player. Ooh, rough. Anyways, sorry. Said that's with no there. that's with no crab tree. Ugh. Against the Giants. <laughs> that's rough. Oh my gosh. That is terrible. What is going on in freaking Oakland, man? That's bad. Shouldn't it be uh, Vegas? Uh, can I get back to my analysis here? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Your analysis, not mine. I get it. Uh, I mean, I know I'm a, a guest. I expect a little better treatment, but, you know. Ooh. Um, I apologize. Burn. Sorry, Hawk Attack. You have burn. to burn. <laughs> burn. Ooh, burn. <laughs> Darren, if you could put on, like, a little fireplace crackling on that right there, that'd be awesome. <laughs> All right, so, um, you know, Bungle Hopkins is, is throwing up points. I, I think Fitzgerald will get some garbage time points. Uh, you know, he's got Freeman coming back. I, I just like this this roster a lot better. I don't really like Duke Johnson Jr. I, I'm, I'm not digging the, the products. Uh, you know, Bungle kind of had the opposite issue where I caught fire and he, he got ice, you know, because Alex Smith was great and, and Dak was doing great. And he had troubles figuring out who to start. And then they both fell off the, the map at the same time. And that's kind of when he, he went on his downslide there. But um, I don't think Carr's going to turn it around. I, I, I do think there's a conversation piece here around, like, what really makes a franchise quarterback, right? Because we thought Carr was going to be good going in this year. He's not. Dak isn't mashing up to what he thought. So, Watch I mean, there, there's really, there, there's really uh, <laughs> you know, limited guys. Um that, that are true franchise quarterbacks out there. And I know, I know CJ has one of them, Aaron Rodgers, but that's right. That's the, right. The, the, the windows, you know, you got these guys that do good one year, one or two years and you know, they just don't sustain the success, but I'm going bungle. So you're going bungle. Oh man. You know what? You guys almost got me turned to bungle, but I just can't do it. Sorry, buddy. Like just win your game. Take care of your own business. Don't worry about this game. All right. Going on to the game of the week. Duck Cowboy versus Irish Puddles. And I'm going to just paint this out. So, obviously, it's two to one, Duck Cowboy, right? Like, Duck Cowboy is one, two, and they've only played each other those three times. And last time they played, um, Duck Cowboy won. It was his first 200-point game of the year, 217 to 168. It's all good. Listen, both these teams could very well be in. So, it could end up being all for nothing. Right, but if products wins, the loser of this game going fishing. Gonna be hanging out with Bud and Rich and and Lewis and ugh, can't even imagine. But <laughs> you know, it's like that. That's what happens. So I'm gonna go through this game, but it's like, listen, Hunt is a letdown, right? I mean. But he's a letdown since he's left Badonka Bronx. That's like, he just is demotivated. He doesn't feel like he's got a chance for a championship. Like he really, he really liked working for a franchise. That's all about winning. So, but I think the 13.61 points is manageable. That's all he's got. So that Cowboy, I'm saying like, don't worry about it. Okay. You can have a rough game and it's fine. Like, don't, don't sweat it. Okay. Like, don't be that guy. 
Um, and the Buffalo, Buffalo doesn't have that, you know, that great a defense. So I, I think in, I think if we're talking about burgers, I think we're talking about two burgers for Brady and Cooks. I think they're just they're, those guys are clicking, they're looking good, you know. Um, and there is not going to be, I promise you, I guarantee to the league, there will, be no, there will be no Jones Jr. burger this week. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's not happening. And Mariota's too big of a letdown this year. It's all Duck Cowboy. You got this one, buddy. Don't even worry about what happens with products. You got this. I got your back. All right, Marty, okay. what's going to happen? Well, you know, this Mariota situation with IP, he's going to have to let go of that, you know. <laughs> it's a big mistake. He's been, he's been carrying that love affair around for a long time. Um, you know, I think Gordon's going to have a, a good game, obviously, against the Browns. Um, outside of that, you know, I think it's just mediocre performances across the board. You know, I, I really don't want Duck Cowboy in the playoffs, any playoffs that I'm in anyway, but I'm afraid it's it's gonna happen and I'm gonna have to go with Duck Cowboy. Oh, so you go you're you're choosing Duck Cowboy. I, I'm I'm choosing him as an analyst picking the winner, but I do not I will be rooting strongly for here's the good news. Sorry, Doc. Here's the good news for me. If since I typically don't make it all about me, I've kind of just learned from my mentor Duck Cowboy on how to how to talk. But I'm just glad that Duck Cowboy is gonna be the seven seed. And not the eight seed. So that's, that is good enough for me. You know what I'm saying? All right. So, Doug Cowboy, who do you have? Well, I don't know how to do this analysis and not make it all about me. <laughs> no, this is, this is one of those situations where you can make it about you. Oh, this is so I'm supposed to hear. Right. Now's the time. Okay. Okay. Well, Jason Witch tonight. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best kind of catch you could get if you only have it one. Got me 7.8. God, I needed him. Um, On the other side, sitting on the bench is Alfred Morris, who got 18.7. So didn't see that coming, but Cowboys kind of got the running game going tonight against the Redskins and got the victory. Here's the deal. Hunt has crushed me since the trade, and he's put up probably a total of like 12 points in three games, four games. Like it's been bad. Well, I told him not and, to, I mean, Oh, is that all? Oh, sorry. Okay. So oh, now, oh, now oh, he, hold, hold on, hold on a second. Like I, I, I want to interrupt you for a second. Like CJ has some magic ball on running <laughs> backs where like they're good and then he trades them and then they suck because I have two of them on my roster. <laughs> One of them's named Howard. <laughs> and the other one, Ajayi. Ajayi. And then he trades Hunt. He has this magic ball, like all of a sudden he's going to turn to crap. And then his karma running back goes freaking crazy. If you only I, did, I, if you I don't only understand. Did, because I could have gotten Kamara and a couple of first round <laughs> picks, I think. Yep. Yep. And I yep. went the other direction with Hunt. And look, I still think. I'm not going to give up on them. It's going to pay off long-term. They're just in a little bit of a slump right now. It's Alex Smith's fault. I just think it sucks for Hunt's career. That's, it doesn't, I'm concerned it doesn't about him. Had you taken Kamara, Hunt could have been in the running for rookie of the year. But instead, he shows up on Duck Cowboy and ends up being a freaking dud. It's 
kind of been that way. So in the Jets, the other guy that I traded for, McCoy, put up like two points against. Okay, and I watched that whole <laughs> yeah, game. Boy. Like, yeah, yeah, boy. My boy, McCoy, put up two <laughs> against him. So I don't like the look of any of this. And then Landry gets all of a sudden going up against Denver and, and ends up with a, a knee issue today that wasn't there yesterday. So something happens in practice. I'm going to need Brady and Cooks to put up those burgers that you're talking about. And uh, Adam Thielen, been the only guy that's been doing it for me all year long. MVP. MVP. Defense is going to have to put it up. Look, IP, you're right, Mariota. I love Marcus, Heisman, go Ducks. But uh, I'm rooting against his entire team this week. Need the victory. Duck Cowboy with the victory. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go Duck Cowboy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> How about them Duck Cowboys? All right, Darian. Well, an hour later, uh, I'm just going to take Duck Cowboy <laughs> simply because he has the best 6-6 six and six team in the league. <laughs> and Thielen's a beast. All right. So just for everyone to remember what to watch out for, there's only two games that matter as far as, like, who gets in and who gets out. So Products needs to win. If Products wins, then the winner of Duck Cowboy and Irish Puddles is in. Now, if, if uh, Products loses, then DCIP doesn't matter, but we want DC to win either way because he needs to be the seventh seed. So go Duck Cowboy. All right. Thanks, Marty, for joining. As- it's awesome, man. Could you loop the uh, Go Duck Cowboy from the commissioner, commissioner like five, six times in a row? <laughs> I, I can remove it. And by the it. way, I can remove this is how it. bad it is for Bud not to be here because he didn't even get his picks or his kids' picks in for like the last four games, which, oh. is, which is fine. I'm sure they'll be on the slide. It's all good. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. No, they picked products. Both of them picked products, and both of them picked Duck Cowboy. So Duck Cowboy across the board. Mm. Beautiful. Marty, yes. thanks for uh, for coming. What's your favorite? Uh, I mean, if you had to choose between the podcast and Irish news, and as a, as a, or the last girl at the bar, <laughs> <laughs> the last girl at the bar. <laughs> which one would you choose, and in which order? A, um, I don't I don't pick up girls at the bar, so I can't even answer that one. I'm a, I'm a gentleman. Um, what does that have to do with anything? Cop out. You know, <laughs> I, 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 as a viewer, I, I, I am a big fan of the, the Irish news, but as a guest, this is pretty fun. Pretty fun. Nice. Okay. We'll take it. So, pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. And, 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 and Duck Cowboy, you may talk about yourself but cj likes to jump off track and go on rants on things that don't he goes all over the he's, he's squirrel man squirrel squirrel what, squirrel, what are you squirrel. talking about i'm the host i'm keeping this thing on track right <laughs> right that's why we're an hour and 33 in again to yeah. a 45 minute podcast <laughs> all right all right let's go we're closing up Char- thanks guys good job Char- charge them double darian mm-hmm. I, w- I should you learned it i should you learned it thank let's you get- Okay, let's go to the Duck Cowboys. All right, see you guys. All right. See you next time. Yep. Better. Have a good one. Bye. Go Duck Cowboys. Just do it.